podcast, three game developers drinking good herb tea. I'm your host, Fozi Musmar. And I'm Osama Darius. And I'm Rami Ismail. We have quite a special episode today, but <laughs> I, need, I need to warn our listeners about a bunch of things first. Um, as the host, I have this uh, responsibility to our audiences to protect them about what's, what's, what's yet to come in this, uh, in this episode. First and foremost... Uh, this is uh, unlike most of our uh, Habibi's episodes, which are like very family friendly. This is an <laughs> R-rated episode. We're probably going to be cursing quite a bit in this episode. So um, if you're listening on a loudspeaker and you have kids around, I'm going to pause for two seconds for you to put a headset on, uh, uh, stop this, send the kids to their room, do something about hide this. Hide your kids. Because hide <laughs> your kids. Uh, put a headset on. Or like if you're at work and like, you know, your boss is in the room or whatever, this is... Uh, most probably going to be your boss. Highly, <laughs> highly inappropriate <laughs> episode of the Habibis. So you've been warned. That's warning number one. Second of all, <laughs> since warning number one is issued, warning number two is we're going to spoil the shit out of the Mass Effect series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can say that now. <laughs> we can say that now. It feels so liberating. Uh, so... I think all three of us have been playing uh, a fuck ton of Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll be talking about the entire series. So um, right. the, the, the games came out quite a bit, but the remaster came out recently. If you haven't experienced the games before, you might want to skip all the way till the point in which we're not talking about Mass Effect. We will put that in the show notes. So you can also like you know take that... Uh, uh, warning now, uh, look at the show notes and go to the time uh, timestamps and avoid hearing any spoilers about the Mass Effect series if you've never played them before. But Fauzi, Fauzi, why are we doing an R-rated episode? <laughs> so, today we also have a very special uh, special guest with us. Um, let me, I, I think I have a copy of her ID here. We have <laughs> <laughs> Anissa Nadira Binti Abu Fattah Sanusi joining us. Anissa, hello. Assalamualaikum, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we get so much, so much uh, exceptions uh, going on. Habibis, it's the uh, the first uh, and probably the only R-rated Habibis episode. Uh, <laughs> Unless we have Anissa again, because then we will have a choice, right? <laughs> exactly. All right, every time. Oh, we have fuck Anissa. yeah! I feel so honored. <laughs> 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 so it's one, one of the reasons why we wanted to make this an R-rated episode is that you recently were responsible for the t- uh, Twitter trend, um, hashtag asswipes. I don't know if you want to tell us more about that. <laughs> right. Yeah. So with cursing, obviously, we want to be mindful of who we curse at. And I want, you know, I want, oh, I wanted a really good gender neutral word. So I would just call people, hey, what's up, asswipes? And it's just, it's just nice. It just rolls off the tongue. Um <laughs> To be honest, I really uh, did want to hear the sentence asswipe just rolls up the tongue. I just, <laughs> I'm just really, really unhappy right now. I mean, on, on, on oh, God, I have no idea why it's trending in the UK, but I'm just glad it is because I feel so vindicated right now. <laughs> the achievements of Anissa, your legacy, uh, your legacy is here. This, Anissa. 
<laughs> you, know, you know how nobody's legacy is exactly what they expect it to be? Somehow this is exactly what I expect Anissa's legacy to be. Well, on the topic of legacy... Um, <laughs> wow! Um, this is a Mustafa level. What a tra- Oh, even better. This is master. <laughs> this is legendary, I would yes, say. Legendary. Oh, look at Romigo. <laughs> look at Romigo. <laughs> so Robbie, we all know, I think like um, uh, uh, we or your friends know how much you've been waiting for this. Everybody in the world pretty much have been keeping up with you, counting down the seconds until uh, <laughs> the Mass Effect, um, uh, uh, the remake is now upon us. It is released into the wild and you've been playing. Right. I have been playing it. I've oh, literally just, that's been my, that's been my week in terms of video games. Uh, I sat I sat in front of my PlayStation watching the last hour of the countdown with a Mass Effect merchandise helmet like a fucking <laughs> nerd uh, staring at my screen <laughs> until the countdown reached zero and then it restarted with an hour and then I cried. Um, wow. <laughs> it was not great. It was some sort of bug on PSN and uh, when the countdown ran out, it restarted. It was wild. Anyway, yeah, then I booted up and then I cried again, but this time because uh, the, that game is really important to me. I don't know. I, I played it when I was much younger. The first game I played before I knew there was game design in uni- like university. Yeah. And when the mm-hmm. last game came out, I was Flambeer and uh, Ridiculous Fishing was in development, which would be our like wow. hit game. So that mm-hmm. game, when that game carried me, the excitement for what would come next for Mass Effect carried me from not knowing there was game design university to going to game design university to dropping out of game design university and then to starting a games company releasing my first game getting igf nominated starting to travel around the world getting interviewed in the new york times like all of that happened while i was playing mass effect right so for me that game for me is incredibly special and and just the opening notes of the first the first game's main menu were enough to uh yeah shivers just shivers it, it was a lot um yeah it's mass effect like what 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 can you say right it, it's mass effect and, and they did this incredible remaster job of making sure that it's mass effect the way you remember it not necessarily the way it was mass effect mm-hmm. one is still clunky clunky as hell right yeah. it's <laughs> it's clunky it's not it's not a smooth game it's not a like it's it's kind of broken. It's kind of unpleasant. It's somewhat boring, but it's still, um, it's still at that incredible like core of your your team and the travel and the the sort of like the tropes of sci-fi are all there. I will say I was pretty uncomfortable a few times early on because mm-hmm. it, it definitely shows that this is a two thousand and what eight game, yeah, yeah. Uh, in in the writing mostly, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I'm well underway on my mission. I'm I'm hunting down Saren, and uh, I'm just I'm so incredibly happy to have Rex and Liara, and um, and Tali uh, back on board. And you know, like uh, Caden and Ashley can go fuck themselves. What? Um, I like Ashley. What's wrong with Ashley? Get the fuck out of here. Space space racist. Get the fuck out of here with that one. Like, where's the nearest airlock? <laughs> all right before 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 we start um um on the more more details on favorite characters and uh how the driving is great and all of that stuff um we, we, need, we need to go around the uh, round around the circle habibis and seeing like um fem shepherd or male shepherd and uh why 
Osama, you go so first. The, I'll, I'll go first, yes. Uh, I love, uh, I'll do a little bit of an intro. Um, I love Mass Effect. I've played the first, uh, the, the, the first three games uh, pretty much when they came out. Uh, and I was Femme Shepard the first time around. So this time, uh, I, I wanted to you know see the other coin. I'm not a super fan like a, a lot of other people are. I think it's a great, excellent game. But uh, I can't say I'm a super fan because I didn't replay it. Like some people I've heard that had like multiple runs. Uh, for me, I was looking for something, for another excuse to play it again because I did love the game. Uh, and now I'm trying to do things as differently as possible from my first run. Uh, so yeah, this time around, I am. What's the opposite of Femme Shepherd? Is it male fe- Shepherd, or did you just say Shepherd? How does it work? B- just bad Shepherd. shepherd. Bad Shepherd. <laughs> bad shepherd. <laughs> the, this, this time around, I'm Bad Shepherd. <laughs> yep. Anissa. Uh, yeah. So I guess my background with Mass Effect is that um, I so I came to the UK in 2009 and prior to the UK a lot of my gaming history has been just mostly Japanese games um I didn't really play a lot of western games so Mass Effect was like my first western proper western game uh and I tag teamed it with my at the time my university boyfriend so he would do all of the um offensive bits and I'll do everything else around it like I'll upgrade a ship <laughs> and I'll do all the you know I'll scan the 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 planets and just grab um things from off the planet uh and i never played one i started at two and um i'm sorry if it's too personal but like we broke up at mass effect 3 so i never played mass effect 3 because it was too mm. it was too painful <laughs> it was going yeah because i bought i we bought it with full intention of playing it together again but we broke up at a time um so i until till to this day i still can't play mass effect 3 uh but maybe you know what? That was like a decade ago. So I think I'm ready to tackle Mass Effect again, or as I would say, call it, Ass Effect, because Miranda <laughs> is great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, sorry, I, I just had to. I had to. <laughs> but She's um, yeah, but we. I think we played Femshop. Yeah, <laughs> we played Femshop, and uh, I remember with Mass Effect Three, Femshop with a with a red hair. Um, it, the concept art for, of her came out, and I completely and utterly fell in love with her. She was my, even though I didn't play the game, she was still my wallpaper on all of my computers back then. Uh, I still have the hots for her. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. You know, the, the reason why I played Fem Shepherd is because um, when I when I made Male Shepherd. I, I made a character that looks exactly like me. So, so I made like this bold character with a goatee. And then as I started playing the game, I was like, ugh, I can't. It was, it was very painful. So I had to restart the game immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I, I could only last 10 minutes of like me looking into weird me trying to like be a space uh, hero which like did not fit me at all <laughs> i just switched directly <laughs> to femme shepherd and yeah i don't regret it she is awesome some of the right. best uh, voice acting in gaming i would say i was gonna say her voice is so good jennifer did an incredible yes. job yeah. With mm-hmm. yeah no Absolutely. so i'm i guess i'm the only habibi who played bat shepherd um, but the, the, there's a reason for that for me as well. I never got to play characters that look like me in games. Mm-hmm. So when I had when I have the opportunity to use a character creator, I tend to try and make me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was a miserable version of me because the Arab beard is never in video games. I don't know where 
where the fuck that one is, but like, I have a pretty era beard. It never gets put into video games. I can either choose between a goatee or a beard with full mustache. Yep. Not not a beard, not just a beard. That's not an option. Yeah. Um, so there's like a weird, a weird, slightly too brown Rami with no glasses and only a goatee. That was was me in Mass Effect. And I now that I restarted, I made that same character again. So it's it's still Bad Shepherd. <laughs> but yeah, no. The, I mean, the, I've I've obviously watched um, a lot of Mass Effect over the years, and and Femship's uh, voice delivery is is incredible. Not to say that Bat Shepherd's voice delivery is bad. I think that they did a good job there as well. But uh, yeah, I think it's it's generally agreed that the uh, that Jennifer's performance is uh, sublime. Um, I want to see that so yeah. Rami Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can send, I can I can find a photo. I'll tweet it probably at some point during the week. By the way, by the way, let me let me let me make this even better. You know who else is playing Mass Effect? Who? Oh, your who? mother. My, my yes. mom. Ah, I just oh, remembered nice. that. <laughs> my my mom wrapped up and goes to Tsushima and um she was looking for a new game, so we put out a poll and overwhelmingly people voted for mass effect and it made her curious it's not like the poll is deciding but it made her curious i'd obviously been talking about the game so uh, she's trying it out and her her shepherd is called mom her first name is mom and her last name is shepherd so oh, she's mom very excited she's a femship so uh it's, uh, save it's mom the galaxy Shep. Mom's going to save the galaxy. I, I was really super. Okay, okay. obviously, we're continuing Mass Effect, so uh, let's continue basically Q&A because Mass Effect itself isn't as important as the choices you make in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, are you all Paragon? Are you all Renegade? Like, my mom, I'll start with my mom. My mom is right in the middle. I thought she what? would go full Paragon, but she's given people shit. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, she met, she met Garrus, and she's like, oh, so you blew it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> she also, uh, you know, very early on in Mass uh, Effect One, you met this, you meet this drunk guy that sort of like points you at Garrus, Harkin. Yes, I <laughs> she, remember. Uh, she, um, as Femship, he makes some very sexist remarks to you, and I think the answer she picked was like, I would rather drink acid and chew on a razor blade. Oh. <laughs> and my mom was sitting there. She's like, I would have said the same. I'm like, mom. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> so, uh, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning a lot about mom. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> How about you? Uh, uh, let's. Uh, Osama, you're Paragon, right? Yes, a hundred percent. I I can't. <laughs> I can't do anything else in any game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't Lord bring myself to do anything different. I'm sorry. It's boring. I know. But uh, Paragon through and through, a hundred percent. Even if I didn't do it on purpose, those are the only options that I could click without getting a seizure or something. <laughs> I love that. I love, like, you know, Osama's family, of all the countries in the world, they went to Canada. It's like, you know, yeah, right. they, knew, they, knew, they knew their son had Paragon genes. And they're like, we need to go to this right. Paragon country for him to To, to be fair, up. all my siblings are pretty much like that, by the way. Right. All my siblings are just different degrees of the same. So, yeah. <laughs> same genes. Okay, but then... Then it might be. Is, is the opposite, right? Anissa, you're renegade. <laughs> uh, this might come as a surprise to you, but like I may oh, present as a renegade, but I'm, a- I'm actually deep down just a big, awful softy. So I'm a paragon. I wow. I cannot choose. Wow. Yeah, I can't do mean mean choices. Honestly, 
One of okay, those... you can't do ninja, but can you shoot them? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, Fauci, you then. How about you? Are you renegade? So I mostly paragon until sometimes I just renegade. Like I lose my shit and I renegade. Like, 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 like I try to like talk to somebody like, can you please do this? No, but can you please do this? No, then poof, shoot the motherfucker because like I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get somebody to do something. <laughs> this conversation took too long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It took too long. I'm tired. Like, oh, can you try to, to try to live in peace? No, how about you like get those people here? No, all right, right. murder. <laughs> let's, let's, get, let's get this done. I'm uh, I'm overwhelmingly paragon. Yeah, oh, I'm okay. not surprised. Yeah, I'm not either. Mm. But uh, oh, even though overwhelmingly Paragon, I will, I will take Renegade when I go. You know what? You deserve it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, that, that that's that's fair. Paragon Renegade, I, we got that figured out. We got only Anisa surprised me to be honest, but it, it I mean, was a big surprise. <laughs> I, I secretly know that Anisa is like a very like basically a softy, but <laughs> still, you you would think like when you have like this big power fantasy universe. She might go full <laughs> renegade. No, no, no. It's no secret anymore. Right. Uh, secret's up. No. <laughs> don't, no, don't show weakness to the public. All right. Oh. Anybody who's listening to this, y'all, this is a secret. Don't tell anybody else. Right. <laughs> I'm hardcore. If you liked our show, please, please retweet and share with your friends. God <laughs> fucking damn it. No, but actually this time around, as I'm trying to play Mass Effect, I'm going, I'm going like, I want to, like, I'm always a paragon in all the games. But then again, yeah. like, you know, I, f- I feel that the Renegade, they have an easier time. So, <laughs> so like this time around, I'm trying to like, every time I want to do the thing I usually do, I'm just doing the opposite. So now I'm just right. going like, Yo, motherfuckers! You gonna? I'm gonna kill all of you! I'm gonna kill all of you! All right, peace. <laughs> so I can go renegade, renegade paragon on the other way around. Nice. I <laughs> mean, it's making it very it's, amusing. The uh, the system for that in Mass Effect One, like Mass Effect Two and Three, were were great iterations on that. Because in Mass Effect One, you really needed to pick one or the other to really get benefits out of the system, right? Mm-hmm. Because they were they were separate values. So. You could get charm or intimidate, and if you got charm, you got you could unlock your charm if you did more paragon things, and you could upgrade your uh, renegade points if you did more intimidate things or whatever, whichever direction those words work. Um, But uh, you really only got benefit out of it if you really committed to one. While I think in two and three, they did a much better job of sort of like balancing that you act however you want, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that might be different per situation. but, I mean, if we're still talking Mass Effect, we're still talking choices. So now I want to know, you know, crew members. Tali and Garrus. Those are the two that come with me everywhere. Yeah, That's mm-hmm. it. It's like the, the girl that gets random checked and the guy that does the random checking. I don't know why. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. I do have a rotation. For me, it's not an everywhere thing like you. Uh, but Garrus does show up a lot. Uh, Tali shows up a lot. Rex. And Ashley, and I know you're gonna roll your eyes, but I really like Ashley as a character. Listen, it's it's okay. Like uh, you can like a space racist. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. So>, <laughs> yeah, racism I mean, is different in space, though. It's species. Uh, it's species. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> but is it? 
But is it? <laughs> uh, there are other good dude, qualities dude, about Ashley okay. that you can't ignore. Let, well, yeah, she's better than Caden. But Ashley, Ashley's good because Ashley like went head to head with you a lot. Like Ashley right. wasn't afraid to tell you no, this is BS, and even like uh, you know like threaten you. That was interesting. Right. Like that, not a lot of characters had that. They felt like they actually had their own motivations and thoughts. Mm-hmm. I thought she was a strong character. Uh, mm. Anyway, yeah, it's very, very strongly racist. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to win this one, am I? <laughs> Anissa, who did you grab? Uh, I, I actually really like Tali as well. There's just something about her, the, the mysteriousness about her that I really like. Um, and I'm, I'm. In between Miranda and Garris as well, because they both got dead ass. So hmm. yeah. <laughs> I like a good view is what I'm saying. I really hope my uh, mom doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Fuzzy. Garris for me, for sure. I, I like Garris a lot. Um, actually, one of my favorite Mass Effect characters is from Mass Effect 2. Um, it's Samara. Mm-hmm. I, I like the idea of Justicars a lot. Right. Like the concept of Justicars, like, you know, like it, that they can't help it. They have to, they have to like, you know, follow that strict honor code, even if yeah. it kills them. I, right. I love that concept. It's like, um, I, I think I, I, mean, I, I, I rolled a, a bunch of like the D&D characters at some point that were kind of Justicars, but like not as well defined as the Justicars in the Mass Effect world. And I mean, um, Samara is like so strong and powerful. I love that character so much. I think I think the li- thing I liked about Samara was less that she stuck to the code, even if she dies, it's that she would stick to the code, even if she has to kill people she loves. Yes. Right. Yeah. That was the part that got to me. That was that was the car- part about the character that I was like, wow. Okay, this is intense. This is this is a lot. But uh, yeah, no. If I can choose, if I have the option of of Tali and Garrus, I will pick Tali and Garrus. If mm-hmm. I really need a biotic on board, I'll bring Liara. Liara, Liara. Have, yeah, yeah. Then that's kind of like Liara is like sort of like a perfect nerd. Liara is definitely yeah. Uh, yeah. Liara, like Liara and Tali and Garrus, they're like you know the the mains, right. I guess. But yeah, I think in like in you know, the later Mass Effects, like um, I like Morden's character a lot as well. Yeah, oh, see, Morden. that's the thing. I, I love I love talking to Morden. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. like bringing him along on missions, but like right. he's just so happy and cheerful. He just like I like just every time I walk by him, I'm like, hey, what does Morden have to say? I don't, I've already like started bawling when I came across Presley at the start of Mass Effect One. I'm just like. If I, the first time I see Morden, I'm just gonna start crying again. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they, uh, they had to make some difficult choices uh, in in the later games. And I think that what makes his character like you know starts off as like, is this a comic relief character? And I go like, actually, yeah. no, this character is quite important in like uh, where the story goes. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like it starts as the comic relief, and then like Morden will fuck you up. Yeah, like, oh yeah, that's. He's 100% written as like, oh, look at how cute this character is. You will love him. He's singing his song. Also, does he die or not? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> also, like, you know, you, re- you read, like, I think this is one of some of the things I love about uh, Mass Effect as a series is that the amount of work that they've done into, like, fleshing out the lore. So, like, you know, yeah. you, you, you read about, uh, like, all of these um, species and their... Uh, qualities and their nature and then how those characters are being played to those qualities and nature of those characteristics and like how you know those uh, those two species hate each other or those two species get along and there's just so much depth in the world that they've created i think it's probably like one of the most carefully built and complete 
worlds in video games. Yeah. Um, that's the shocking part the is that best. usually it's usually like whenever you, you, you play a game that's very narrative like this, usually they, they have a strength. It's either they're plot driven, like the plot is really, really strong or they're character driven where the characters are really like relatable and likable or, or hateable, which is also a good thing. Um, or like they have deep lore. So they're like the world building is solid. Mass Effect is all three at a really right. high level. And that yes. is and so extremely rare. And the narrative structure of it is really well done. Like yes. each of them opens up and folds back down in such an incredible, you never notice it. You yeah. never notice how it's, but like there's some really wild, just really wild shit you can do with the narrative. You can like, if you if you go and you pick up Liara last in Mass Effect 1, she's still researching those ruins where you rescue her, right? Mm-hmm. If you do it at the start of the game, she will go like, well, we're not quite sure what happened to the Protheans. And then, you know, if you do, if you, if you save her immediately, Shepard has had the vision so he can, he can speak to the Reapers a little bit, right? He can go like, oh no, they were killed by the Reapers. And the arrows were like, what? I never knew this. If you go all the way at the end of the game, when you basically know everything about what happens to happen to the Protheans, you can basically just lay out her entire life's research to her. <laughs> and she's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, the fun. <laughs> But you never notice where they're doing all of those tricks, and the seams are very well hidden in in yeah. the structure, and I I love that about it. It's probably, is there it's anybody probably, here that uh, that doesn't think that Mass Effect Two is the best one? No, it is the best one. It is the best. Oh one. wow, that's yeah. I was, I was unanimously yeah. agreeing. I mean, I think I think, but I think we talked about this, right? Like, it's like the first game they don't quite know what they're making. The second yeah. game they've learned mm-hmm. from the first game's mistake, and by the third game they're out of ideas, so they have to stretch it. Yeah. <laughs> like. It kind of keeps happening to everything. Like it happened to Assassin's Creed a little. It happened to Mass Effect. It happened like Halo. I think Halo Two is still the best Halo, even though it's a little clunky. But uh, craft-wise, Mass Effect Three was a much harder game to make. See, usually, right. game, like with each iteration, a game gets easier to make. But Mass Effect, you have to take into mm-hmm. consideration all the choices that the players did before. So Mass mm-hmm. Effect Three yeah. must have been so difficult to just just to get it out the door just to like make right. sure everything is is held up together <clears throat> that uh yeah there it's it's like running uphill uh, mass effect 3 had a lot of like uh, large uh, set pieces and locations and right. like uh, yes. uh it was like a lot more higher budget than the previous two games all right <clears throat> anisa mm-hmm. who did your romance Garrus, definitely Garrus. I, I, there's something about that blue alien that I really like. (laughs) I, I I realize it's by saying the word blue alien that could mean literally anyone else as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a few of them. Yeah, but Garrus is bit specific. I think it's the voice. It's his voice that just gets me like that deep tone. Um, yeah. The yeah mm. was very good there. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, yeah. I, if I go on, then yeah. Just really okay. should be out let's, there. Okay. Osama, let's swap quickly. Let's... <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not going to like this. Ashley. Ah! Yeah, please. <laughs> well, okay. But so, like, the, I had a good reason. She was the first character to react to my dialogue options at the beginning of the game. Like, actually, because b- before you, you have choices of dialogue and then you see, like, they, they cut to her and she makes a facial expression. So I'm like, oh, 
okay, cool. I could like actually make characters like me in this game. And I think there was that. It was uh, digital love at first sight. Does that make sense? <laughs> You never forget your first, yeah. No, so I just committed. I'm a committer. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> it's like later on, she's like, oh, other alien racists should die. That's how it's like, well, you know. I'm committed. She, just, she smiled at me that one time. What am I going to do? <laughs> that was the- That's uh, Liara for me, for sure. I was kind of curious. I'm like, can I really? Is that possible? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I I I didn't romance anything anything or anyone in Mass Effect One, and then that actually turned out really good because you couldn't romance Tali in one. Uh, so mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't have I didn't have to I didn't have to cheat on anybody in two or dump anybody <laughs> in two to end up romancing Tali, and I was like, well, you know what? Okay, this will work. So, wow. <laughs> It's like it's like you hold you you held out till the second game, <laughs> right? Yes, it's even more sad than my story. It's very hello, very hello, very yeah. <laughs> hello. Um. <laughs> okay, let's see <laughs> what what else. What else are big choices? Um, I guess halal in space, halal in space. <laughs> Subhanallah, Subhanallah, Subhanallah. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, what other choices do we have? Oh, yeah, Ashley or Caden, except for Osama. <laughs> Wait, you don't want to hear? Uh, okay, so everybody everybody killed Caden, is what I'm hearing. I think so, yes. Yeah, no, no, I remember Caden being a dick, so I was like, yeah, yeah. fuck you. He's, kind of, he's mm-hmm. kind of creepy. Oh, did everybody survive the mission at the end of Mass Effect 2 in your game? Or did people die there? Yeah, uh, mine all survived. Because like Mass Effect 2, I played, the, like, I played it the completionist run. So I did everybody's right. uh, missions, and I did all the loyalty missions. I scanned all the planets. And when I went to the final mission, I was, like, well prepared. So, yeah, yeah. I, I saved everybody. Nice. I honestly so, can't remember. Have uh, you ever seen the version of the cutscene where Shepard doesn't make it out of that mission? No. It's the funniest shit. If no. everybody dies... I didn't know. Then, so there is a version of Mass Effect 2 where you don't do anybody's loyalty missions. You don't upgrade anything. You don't upgrade the um, You don't upgrade the Normandy. You go through the relay. Everybody dies. Uh, normally what happens is you run towards Normandy as the base is collapsing, and then Shepard does this hero jump hmm. towards... Um, towards the ship and then joker and two characters will be standing there to pull him in if it's just if only you survive then joker will still be there but shepherd won't make the jump and wow. die wow. and and then you can't use that same game safe game to play mass effect 3 wow wow right that that's a real thing that was possible which is wild that is crazy. that's super cool it, it takes, guts. It takes guts to six yeah wow. But it's not. It's nice to be back in the world. Like over, and I'm just happy to be back in that world. Like I love, I even though it's not good, I love how clunky Mass Effect One feels, and I love, I love the characters, and I love the world, and I'm I'm ready for two, and I'm ready for three, you know, and I'm I'm just, <laughs> it's really funny seeing the world again and seeing, um, the thing that I the thing that aged most poorly i think is probably the animate the animation yeah. you know when people are doing the because i think bioware had this system where animations were triggered one by one mm. and they were very well defined so there's this one animation that's like 
I think it's the most Arab animation in the game where somebody wants to walk off and they kind of do this like they do this like hand wave, but they start like with their hand under their hip and then move all the way to the top to go like you know, piss off. Hmm. Um, beyond that, there's no there's no good animations in there. Let it, this is definitely a Western game in that regard, yeah. right? Like the very like <laughs> kind of wooden wooden emotiveness. <laughs> is there like a like a mod that just adds all these like Arab hand gestures as all the characters speak? <laughs> the Arab the Arab the Arab renegade version would be great. Middle <laughs> <laughs> Eastern renegade version is like pull the trigger. Starts cursing and like making some gestures and then shoots you in the face. <laughs> you, just throw, you immediately throw a shoe at everybody that you disagree with. <laughs> oh my god! Can they do the, the, the upwards ship ship flip where you know the shoe is on your foot but you flip it upwards? And I just want to say throw. ship ship flip. It sounds <laughs> ship ship flip. It sounds so good. I mean, if you're this is like this a spacesuit, it's like a boot, right? You're throwing your like metal right? boot at each other. <laughs> There's, uh, thing, there's this thing with Arabs and shoes, man. Like I don't, I don't. Like I don't think any other culture have it in the same way. Like if somebody sits in, put your, put their shoes to face you, then people flip out. Um, right. People like <laughs> yes, say this yes. person is lower than my shoe, or like you know, as yes. as a curse to say that somebody. Yeah, um, or like, oh, you want to you want to buy this thing? It's fine. It's worth my yeah. shoe. It's like no matter how is expensive it, is your there shoe a, is. A curse word it's in Egyptian. Like that's like sport. yeah, gazma edima. It just means yeah, like you, you, you yeah. old shoe. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, actually Gizma. a really bad thing to say. <laughs> Gesma is definitely yeah, a curse word. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I like it in, in Egypt. They, they will also say like this person, his uh, his mind is a shoe, like mucho Gesma. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so like his his brain is so bad, it's a shoe. <laughs> yeah, right. The, the Iraqi uh, equivalent of that is Kundara, which just sounds like a lot rougher, <laughs> and a lot meaner. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, no, and, I, and I mean, I think also say something is... like eat a shoe, also, like, you know, yeah. stop talking, eat, eat a shoe, and shut up. Really? <laughs> Call uh, Kundara. Yeah, it's like eat, eat a shoe. Kundara. You say the same thing too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we, say, we say it with a K, I think. We say Kundara, but yeah, it's the same. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, are we gonna oh, do like, accent? You know, like, are we gonna do accent comparisons on our cursing? <laughs> <laughs> well, whenever we, we talk about our different words, yeah. <laughs> 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 said, is is there a similar thing uh, for for you for your cultures? Uh, not not with a shoe. I don't think. I'm trying to think. Like to be honest, in our culture, like we don't like things associated with you know the feet as well. Like it's very rude to yeah, right. yeah like to point with your feet or something that's kind of weird and stuff <laughs> and yeah, right. obviously absolutely no shoes in the house like that's extremely rude as well but mm-hmm. i would say mm-hmm. the arabs definitely have it when it comes to like shoe throwing because like <laughs> <laughs> we've mastered the art of shoe yeah throwing. <laughs> yeah okay fair what, so what do they use what, what what is like the what is the shoe equivalent <laughs> um i guess like in in malay like if you're going to curse we say we say pig like babi like the worst thing in the right. world you could be is like right. um the thing that you know muslims can't eat i'm just like i always yeah. i've always wondered why is that <laughs> right i mean we use this we use the same in arabic yeah. right like an, animals are pretty like khanzir or hamar or like yeah. donkey or like those yeah. 
Kelp. Animals happen a lot. Kelp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we Kelp. actually have two variations of that. Like right back to the Iraqi accent thing. We either say Kelp or Chelp. And they're both mm. really equally bad. <laughs> I mean, actually, the, the version I most the ver- the version I know best is Ibn al Kalb, which yes. is like son, son, <laughs> son of a dog. Yes. But my yeah. favorite thing is my dad would use that against yes. me if I did something wrong. Yes. Have like, you wait. ever pointed out the hypocrisy of that to your dad? Or like I, I you 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 want to know like how ship ships sound? You should try it. <laughs> yeah, I've done it. I tried. I've tried, and it definitely ended in a ship ship. Like, it, was, it was not think, good. No, I think it's one of those things like you know don't uh, translate well because like t- some animals um, to be it's, to be called as one of the animals in english is uh, is cute but in arabic it's it's terrible like you know like in english somebody tells you oh you dog it's like it's not a bad thing but if you tell somebody a kelb in arabic that's like a huge thing right. yes. um, and it's the same with like monkey you know like sometimes when you call somebody yeah. a monkey in english it could be like a pet name some couples call each other right. monkey or something right. like this or you goofing that, around I feel that's so weird that that's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> that is so weird because, like, in, in, in like Arab culture, like um, we have a we have a, a saying in in Jordanian and in Palestinian as well. We say um, uh, which literally means like mm. God hasn't created anything worse than a monkey. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! Like, uh, when, you, when you call someone a monkey, that means like they're like super ugly. <laughs> so like I, I like I had a bit of a culture shock when I saw couples like oh you monkey monkey like they're calling themselves like monkeys as like a term of endearment I'm like oh they're calling each other ugly and that's cool right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no sure no there there's a there's a I mean Arab Arab cursing can be quite creative though there's there's yes. a lot yes. I mean mm-hmm. it's very often it's very often beyond R rated where there's a lot of cursing that I'm not even comfortable repeating at all, not even for the context of an episode mm-hmm. about it. Yes. But um, <laughs> I, do, I do have to say there, there's always a wide range of curses that you can use for most situations. Um, but I think the other thing that I like about it is the gestures, <laughs> right? You can't just, just say a, you can't just say a curse. That doesn't work. Like you have to, there has to be hand gestures. The, describe a gesture. Oh, there's there's a lot of gestures. You have um, you can do a, a sort of like an ang- how do you? It's sort of like a hand flick, not quite a flick. <laughs> flick. Yeah, like it kind of happens automatically, but it's like uh, you you can you can you can sort of like move your hands together in like angry ways, or like move them apart in like angry ways. Like how do you how do you communicate gestures via sound? Yeah, it's really hard. Like, you're, gonna have to, you're gonna have to describe how the hand looks like. Right. So, um, if you you can do you can do in Egyptian, you have sort of like the patient, um, the the patient uh, gesture, which is like your fingers together. Yeah, all four, all right? five oh, fingers yeah. together. Yeah. That that right. is so funny. You Whenever can... I have an Italian friend visiting, and like you know, we go uh, somewhere in Germany, you go into any restaurant, and they, they make this gesture. Like in Italian, it like means like a giant fuck you, and, right. and for us, it means please wait a little bit. And like we go to a restaurant, <laughs> right. like a table for two, please, and then they're like fuck wait. you. <laughs> it says, is that right? Like the tip, the tip of all of your five fingers put together. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think Including that. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So that gesture in Malaysia just means rice. 
Really? 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 Yeah, yeah. Please don't ask for rice in the Arab world, Anissa. <laughs> <laughs> Not because in Italy, like, especially. Because if you imagine, um, if you like, if you eat rice with your hand, like you kind of scoop it up with the tip of your fingers, right? So it's kind of like, yeah, you need some rice, you know? <laughs> right. That makes sense. Um, and, <laughs> and there's another one I really like. You know, the 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 sort of gesture where you put your um, your pointing finger and your thumb together, and your three other fingers stay up. Yeah. Like the okay sign. Like the okay. The okay sign. Uh, if you do that in Arabic, but you move your hand forward and backward, it's like an authority sort of like you're at, you're angry. You're yes. warning somebody like, be careful. Yes. My dad would do that one. If I if I didn't if I didn't change, that's ship ship. Yes, right. <laughs> but like that's like it's a very specific genre. But that's that's like okay everywhere else. So I'm just like, why are you doing okay at me? And it's like, no, you better watch out. It's like what? Yeah, I heard that that the okay sign in Iran is a curse. Yeah, uh, I have to verify it, I guess. But uh, I've heard that from a Persian friend, so I don't see why he would lie to me about it. <laughs> okay, remi- I'm self reminded. Don't do the okay sign. We're talking from right. anyone to, to, in well, Iran. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I did pub- I did public speaking around the world, and as an Arab, I gesticulate a lot. Yeah, and oh, I yeah. really have to unlearn most of my gestures because, like, showing the palm of your hand is different. Like in Arabic, you have like the open hand upwards with the thumb up, and you sort of like shake it, <laughs> which you can kind of like kind of means upset, yes. right? Um, but like even even small things like thumbs up mean very different things around the world so there's countries where you absolutely should not do a thumbs up motion especially not if your hand is coming from lower because then it means up yours uh, and i'm just like <laughs> so so you really quickly learn to like avoid <laughs> gestures oh um so you know when you do like the peace sign with two fingers up um but if your palm is facing away in england that's okay that's like a, a regular peace sign but if you if your palm is facing yourself, so the back of your hand is facing the person, that is up yours in England. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, oh, okay. and I keep I keep seeing some of my Asian friends kind of do the peace signs backwards like that because, you know, it to them doesn't mean anything. And I'm just like, that's yeah. just rude. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, the other one in the Arab world, uh, Ta'ala, come here, is actually with your hand down. Sort of like the the come closer. It's like your fingers point downwards and you, you, you right? move towards you. Yes, You're right. right. Yes, it's true. You, you do ta'ala, you do like your hand points down and then you do the 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 come come here sort of like gesture with four fingers. Yeah. Uh, but in the rest of the world, that means nothing. <laughs> like it's very confusing to people and it yeah. looks more like go away yes. to the Western yes. people. I've done that. I've done that. Um, like I think that's the same in Asia where like, because, okay, you know, like the little um, golden cat that you see in like Chinese shops where yeah, like, right. yeah, the arm is coming, coming downwards. So that's kind of like, you know, come hither, that kind of thing. So similar, like when we're, you know, again, we're telling people to come here, come here, you know, using that gesture. Um, British people think I'm telling them to, to, to fuck off. And I'm like, no, opposite. Come, come here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like really well. But like... Uh... The, when we're talking about the up yours, the 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 Arab, yeah. um, uh, you know, the the finger gesture is is different than you know, like in in Western culture, it's about closing, uh, uh, like you know, closing all of your fingers except for the middle one. You extend that, and then your palm is facing you, and the back of your hand with the finger extended is uh, you know um, uh, ha- being handed to someone. Um, right. And uh, in the Middle East, it's the opposite, in which um, only uh, you like you you open your your hand, uh, your palm is facing um, the receiver, 
and then you only drop your middle finger. Right. Oh. And you tell them, mm. and you tell them, good, as in take. Yeah. Take. Yeah. <laughs> take that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like, you know, up yours. And like, you know, the hand gesture is slightly different. It doesn't mean anything in the West, but it's like, um, so I, I remember like, you know, some people when they started, uh, I had a friend of mine who gave uh, one person the finger with the gesture I just described. And then he gave them with the one with the Western uh, way of doing it. And he's like, I'm going to give you two fingers up yours, one normal and one British one. (laughs) 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 I just thought it was funny that he needed to make that distinction. And that he he was like, it's it's probably British. That's how I'm going to use it. (laughs) It's um, or uh, or you know the um, um, uh, the one where it's um, uh, your two hands next to you, mm-hmm. right? Like to your like, sides. Yeah, to your sides. It's like uh, uh, right? Yeah. That gesture. Yeah. Like you put you put your both hands up. Like it's it's another one that's you you can combine that in a way where it's actually aggressive, because you can combine a lot of these gestures to change context. But if you like. Do the warning one, you know, the okay sign, but like moving it back and forth really quickly, and then kind of like slap your chest and you put your hands next to you. It means like I I will fuck you up. I swear to God, <laughs> right? <laughs> I love the versatility other... of the gestures. <laughs> we have we have this other gesture in which like you um, hold very strongly to one of your front teeth. So oh, like yeah. yeah. You hold one of your strong teeth and you pretend like you're yanking it off. And this is to denote that somebody is being very cheap. Hmm. Like that person is so cheap. And then they hold their teeth and go like, he's like this. And then like, there's that guy. So cheap. <laughs> is it, do you also have like the, the, the sort of like the click with your tongue as like an offensive sort of sound? A single one of those could mean either no, like, no, I don't want that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or or uh, a disagreement. So it'd be like, yeah. uh, right. Rami would say, I'm going to be 30 minutes late. We're like, okay, mashi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that means that I don't like it, but okay. <laughs> 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 it's but it's, it's true like if okay if i was if you were really angry at somebody and yeah. i went and i like taped i taped your hands together you wouldn't be probably be able to be angry right oh no way <laughs> I, I probably i probably need to headbutt someone at that point <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it with headbutting in the arab world as well <laughs> i've seen my i've seen my dad do that in fights and i'm just like there seem to be better ways to hit these people than with your hat, but okay. Is what is, is there something really typical about anger in Malay culture, Anissa? Uh, a lot of shouting, but I feel like that's the same anywhere else. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah. fair. Like this is the thing. Like a lot of like Malay cursing. Um, I'm not. I'm not actually really good at Malay cursing because I feel like it's too harsh. I know this is weird coming from me, right? The person who curses all the time. Because like 
I curse usually in English, and I think English curses are quite mild, which is why I do it a lot. But when you curse、mm-hmm. in Malay, it's just really brash and harsh and like coarse, and、mm. um, it usually alludes to like some kind of、uh, female bodily part,、uh, usually、right. belonging to a family member. And I think that's why I just really dislike swearing in my、right. mother tongue. Um, right. Yeah. We, I have Arab is very similar, to be honest.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's a lot of it's a lot of body parts,、mm-hmm. a lot of like family members' body parts. You know,、uh, I actually only learned how to proper curse in college, because <laughs> I pre- like mainly spoke to my parents in Arabic and nobody else. So I heard, you know, the very <laughs> like they're not going to teach me the really bad words, right? Like they taught me the hamar and the 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 kelb and the.、Oh. Uh, like other ones too, like Athwal, which means idiots, or Zaknabut, which means like poison. Zaknabut. But they didn't teach me the really. I've never heard Z- this before. I've never, yeah, never either. But that's cool. Yeah, like it, it, usually, usually it's like an order, like eat poison or something <laughs> along those lines. <laughs> yeah, but it's like look it up, Zaknabut. It's a it's an Iraqi thing.、Um, but like those are the mild ones, right? The heavy ones. Like I remember I, I went to college and I, I meet some like white. Colleagues, or sorry, you know,、uh, fellow students, and they'd say, "Hey, I know an Arab curse word." I'm like, "Okay, hit me," and they'd say it. I'm like, "I have no idea what the hell that is," and that <laughs> went on for a while before I started learning them, just because、right. of of what it is. But my God, they were harsh. Like I used to think, "Oh, Arab curses are are mild because those are the ones I knew," but no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's, it's funny because I grew up like Dutch, and Dutch cursing is just atrocious. Like it's really, really, really bad. They curse with like diseases and stuff like that. It's the like, worst. It's, it's that really Dutch like, cursing.、Um, may you have typhoid or something like that? Is that that's a <laughs> Dutch curse? <laughs> literally,、wow. literally, like pe- Dutch people stub their toes and they will yell something like cancer. It's like, <laughs> what?、Uh, <laughs> so then. And then my Arabic cursing. Most of most of how I ended up learning Arabic cursing is because my dad would drive in Cairo. <laughs> so there's no way around it. There's going to be cursing, right? And then obviously in the in the family, you kind of had like the the, the animal curses, like Hamar、uh, uh, or or、yeah. uh, he would never use as he used towards this, but Hamar、yeah. uh, or Ibn Al-Kar would happen every now and then. Oh, yeah,、uh, I didn't get that one. I got Tizak Hamra. <laughs> uh, which is literally your your butt is red. Which this sounds this sounds like a reference to monkeys, and、um, if it is a reference to monkeys, right? Yeah, they, or... they have、uh, you know red butts.、Right. Could be.、Uh, yeah. Every every now and then, every now and then, those would happen, and then every now and then, you'd hear him say something like worse, and I'd be like, <gasps>、uh, but then I think Anissa's right. Like English cursing is very. Mile, they say, but it's because they're so conservative. Like、yeah. they say "fuck," and they're like, "Oh my gosh, <gasps> how can you say <laughs> fuck?"、And、it's like, or you know, there's the c it, word as well, which right, I quite、right. like using, to be honest. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like they're just like the or shit. It's like no, that that means poop. Is that are we ready? Is poop like ready the word? Like I guess we use "chara" in Arabic as well. But, yeah. Uh, it's one it's, of the tame ones, right?、It's、right. Like, <laughs> it's like the, the kind of stuff where you're like Eng- English cursing is just they're, they're so they're they're kind of weirdly polite. Yeah, compared to a lot of、it's, other it languages, it really does feel really like held back a little bit. I think. Yeah, it's yeah. it's uncreative as well. Is what I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. True. It's like <laughs> something related to bodily functions. It's like, oh no, 
bodies? No, we don't speak. <laughs> we don't speak about those here. Um, yeah, it's not very creative. It's true, but it's it makes it very easy to use. I think that's true. Um, I did realize though that you can't combine them with gestures well, which to me is just that loses so much of the beauty of cursing. Yeah. <laughs> what a, what gesture are you gonna make with fuck? The middle finger middle usually. Finger? But yeah. that's not a good gesture. What the yeah. fuck does that mean? It's not an angry gesture. There's like angry gestures that you don't make towards friends either in Arabic. Flipping somebody off, you can do that to your best friend when they say, I'm not going to get the popcorn. <laughs> I So I actually flip both fingers up as hello and goodbye to my friends. Um, <laughs> and I I forgot that not everybody realized that's my brand. So I, I, <laughs> I kind of just did that to somebody um, recently. And uh, they they talked to a friend of a friend and I got the message eventually be like, why did Anissa flip me off? Did I anger her? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like no, 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 being friendly with you. It's a friendly gesture. <laughs> Oh no! Lucky, um, lucky for us, lucky for us is that we're not recording this podcast in person. So Anissa wouldn't be able to give us the same treatment as we wrap it up for today, would she? Unless you have an audio oh, version nice. of it. Nice. Nice. Hey. <laughs> Masterfully well done. done. Thank you. Well thank you. Done. Thank you. I've been well, I've been yeah, studying your technique. You. Yeah, I think you're the new master of transitions now. I love it. I, 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 I honestly, I was, I did not see that Me one. Me either. <laughs> very clean, very clean. <laughs> and he said, "This is just the three of us being very impressed at how we're slowly getting better at this spot." <laughs> we, we still don't know what we're doing, but we know a little bit more than we did when we started. <laughs> uh, I've heard a few episodes. You're all getting better for sure. <laughs> Why? Thank you. Wow. Thank you, Chuck. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. Okay. This was. This was. This was a good. This was a good R rated. Can we never do this again? Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I mean, until but, the I, next time I'm on is when. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, that's okay. What I'm saying, too. Until the next okay. time Anissa's on. But this is gonna give me like. This is gonna give me stress editing. Just skipping over all the cursor. Because okay. Full disclosure. Every now and then we curse on the podcast, and so far I've always edited it out. You say somebody, but you could say it. It's usually Fozzy. <laughs> <It's, laughs> no, so, so whenever Fozzy, whenever Fozzy curses, it's true. I have to it's edit true. it out. <laughs> I'm just, I wasn't calling you out there. I'm sorry. I mean you, but also you were. But also I was. I was. Yeah. Fozzy takes the renegade option every now and then. Exactly. So I edit it out, and I'm going to sit here and just go, like, somebody's going to go, fuck. And I'm just going to go, like, leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Just think of stuff for the law and keep moving. Keep moving. I fully expected an Asafirullah, like, filter for my episode. <laughs> there was this one time like Rami, uh, Rami kind of lost his shit for a good uh, full sentence out of the blue and then we uh, yeah. and I were like quickly to the chat <laughs> no, I remember it. that <laughs> 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 it's true it's true I, I, re that. I don't remember what it was about but I really lost my shit for like a good <laughs> sentence and a half and both of you in chat were like that was great and I was like oh yes crap. we were wasting each other to mark it it was too good <laughs> Like just meeting yeah. myself and lolling and then tapping in the chat like, oh, Robbie's really going out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the, uh, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Am I the local Anissa? I think you are. 
استغفر الله نو اوكي ليتس راب ذس ون اب اي اي ام جست اي واز سو امبرست اتس سو And also, thank you yes. very much, yes. uh, everybody else, for listening to this episode. Thank you very much for joining us, Anissa. We'll be looking forward to having you again on another R-rated special Habibi episode. Hopefully next time when you're around. Thank you very much for joining us. <laughs> Where can people oh, find you? Oh, fuck yeah, definitely. You. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Studio Anissa. R-rated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not safe for work. All of that. <laughs> Not safe Most for life. Not, not, not safe for Muslims. <laughs> not, not safe for Twitter. Uh, not safe for mom, actually. No. Honestly, I think that is honestly the best way of describing your feed is just it's not safe for mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's safe, it's safe for it's it's pretty it, it's a very agreeable feed full of useful information and wonderful initiatives and cool stuff. And then also just don't let your mom read it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I love I, I love my mom very much. But like every time I see her, she's just like, could you just not? Like, <laughs> for once, I just want to watch one of your things. And could you just not swear? I was like, I'm sorry, mother. I was like, Where did she learn this from? Don't fucking know. Oh, I'm sorry. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Take it easy. Salam. 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 <laughs> that was the Habibis podcast for this week. I am Fauzi Masmar, your host for this episode. You can find me on Twitter at Fauzi Masmar. My fellow Habibis were Osama Dorias, who you can find on Twitter at Osama Dorias, and Rami Ismail, who you can find on Twitter at T-H-A underscore Rami. Send us your questions, stories, and suggestions via info at thehabibis.com. Intro and outro music was provided by Malik Zubayla, and the logo was provided by Ibrahim Hamdi. The Habibis is a weekly podcast about three game developers drinking good Arab tea, with new episodes launching every Friday, inshallah. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe to your favorite podcasting service, or check out thehabibis.com for more information. Thank you for listening. Salam.